You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash crspodcast or clockradiospeakers.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. Uh, we are on Instagram, the same name, Facebook, um, clockradiospeakers.com has all previous. We're almost at 400. We're, get, we're getting up there. We're getting up there. And one really? thing I'll say, if you go to clackradiospeakers.com and you notice, hey, sometimes the, the episode numbers skip, that's because we are primarily heavily like focused as much as possible on our Patreon subscribers who we love. Thanks. So we try to do previews uh, for as many episodes as we can on the free feed. Uh, but if you love Clock Radio Speakers and you want to find out what you're missing, head over to patreon.com slash CRS podcast. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers. We really appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Yo, I'm on eBay right now before we get into that. <laughs> no, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Uh, strange person. No, it's who all nobody good. knows it's you are after uh, 380 no, this episodes. Is, uh, this is Doc. You can follow me on socials at Doc underscore BTS, not a Z. Um, but yeah, like I'm on set, just follow the show. Go to clockradiospeakers.com for all things related to the show. Armand, what are you finding on eBay right now? What are you, what are you looking for? So on the pre-show, we were talking about uh, like just different, you know, 90s clothes that we were wearing as, as youths. Um, and I'm finding FUBU jerseys. Actually, I'm finding the FUBU baseball jersey. You remember that? Yes. Okay. It had Fu on one side, Boo yep. on the other. And it was, yeah, they're not expensive. Fubu is not really a look that I, I could pull off then, and I certainly couldn't no. pull it off now. No, definitely can't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> what if I got the 05 football jersey? You know, like the classic Fubu. Still got Fubu on the back though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So it just it's, it depends on like where you're trying to I go. I know, I know. It's not That's really crazy. my look. Yeah, it's 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 all good. What's up, man? How you doing? <sighs> I'm doing good. You know, spring is here. Weather's nice. I'm fully vaccinated. For sure. So, Congratulations. Thank you. So for the first time, like since the beginning of March 2020, after we would finish recording today, I'm going like to a restaurant to like eat. Okay. Like we we were really strict and really safe. Really extra, strict. Extra. So this is going. So I got to figure. I got a whole new because you know we're still requiring uh, masks, which seems silly. I mean, I guess if you're going to allow people to eat indoors, I don't know. It's got to be this whole game of like on off on off on off. So I got. I got to figure this all out. This is going to be me, a wild experiment. So I'll tell you, we, we were, I mean, we were going to, we were going to restaurants. I ain't yeah. going to hold you. No, and I so mean, you know what's good for you, man. It's weird. <laughs> it's so, so you mean to tell me that I have to, <laughs> so I have to get out my car, uh-huh. put my mask on, walk into the restaurant, get seated, yeah. take my mask off. Yeah. If I have to wash it, because this is another thing, definitely wash, you know, washing your hands has become... Like that's like soap is soap is premium in this post COVID society. So, you know, you're getting up and you're, you, you watch, you know, we would order because we go to a certain restaurant. I just say, if you ever come back to Ohio, there's a restaurant that I, I want to take you to. That's amazing. Um, so my wife and I would go there a lot. And after we'd order, we'd go wash our hands. So you have to get up, put your mask back on, go in the bathroom, wash your hands, come back to your desk or come back to your seat, take your mask off. Then you can eat. Then when it's time to go, put your mask. Like it's so 
it doesn't make any sense no sense at all like to me to me like if you're allowing indoor dining then you're basically doing this move you're like we can't stop yeah. people, which is fine. We can't stop. Like, I mean, the the thing now, like, I mean, so we're going out to eat with my in-laws who are both also fully vaccinated. And the place we're going mm-hmm. is a huge outdoor patio. So honestly, they could put us out there and it's, it's whatever. No one's going to care. But C- Connecticut yep. is finally getting to a point where I think, I think on May 19th is that's effective that day. The only thing you got to do mask on, I think is... It's like basically if you're going inside to do like going into a store or whatever, everything else, they're like, nah, no capacity restrictions, no masks, no whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, that, that article that I posted that that the Associated Press put out basically just said if you're in a if you're in a large gathering, that's yeah. the only time that they're requiring masks. Everything else is basically just uh, just based off the business, whatever the business wants to do. Other than that, you're good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about how, how Ohio's doing. We're at the point where like. You could just walk in and get a vaccine. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no, there's, you don't even need an appointment. You could just straight up show up. So, like, we're definitely at the point where people who want to get vaccines can get vaccines. So mm. now we're at the point where it's like, okay, what's a, how many more people have to get vaccines in order for the numbers to go down enough where we all feel cool with whatever? And I, yeah. I don't know if we all know the answer to that. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of complicated. So, I think the biggest takeaway is that people are outside which is good <laughs> it's good but gotta be careful because people are moving like they haven't been outside in a year <laughs> so i mean we we were out yesterday running errands yeah and then my daughter and i went out like late we went on a quick target run in both times like everywhere is congested mm. people are driving reckless um, it's gonna be a hot summer. Are, is what you're yes, saying. pools in the back, absolutely. So I'm just admonishing people, like, hey, you know, go if you're going outside. Airports are crazy, of course. Like people, are like we're getting out of here. You know, I I totally get it. My only admonishment is just everybody be careful and be mindful and considerate of other people because. Oof, my dad showed me this. Uh, he showed me this uh, video of like all these uh, all these fights going on at airports, like it's just increased fights. Yeah, like people. I don't know what they're. The only I mean, the airport is bad, so maybe they're the just. Airport, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out like the only place I could think of where, or the only instance I could think of where you'd fight at the airport is like if you're on Southwest and somebody steals your seat. Other than that, I, like you kind of already know, like this is how much your bag check is going to be. This is like it's all laid out for you, so I don't know what you're upset about. Yeah, well, I don't know. I kind of like how Southwest does boarding, right? Because too, because you know where. Like, here's the deal: you're going to line up, and the only real problem you get is if you're like traveling as a family or a couple, and one person's got like one person's in the A group, and the other person's in the B group. And if you try Ooh. to like hold the seat, some people get. Actually, I have been on Southwest flights where people like lose their minds and it's just like there's a mil- there's like 50 other seats open on this flight right now like yeah. relax just make relax. it work they sh- they should try to figure out a way to make that a little bit better in some way yeah i have a friend who works for southwest and she even said the um i shouldn't even be disclosing this on the public <laughs> uh podcast but whatever oh, it's not public this is for patreon uh this might be the well, public part <laughs> this might be the public one yeah well okay so basically she was saying that the extra 15 that you pay oh the early, for, the like, early premium, bird? yeah that's not necessarily like that doesn't work 
It doesn't guarantee you for sure. No, it doesn't guarantee you. Yeah, like it could, but it, it could. could not. Because you get some flights where if like if like two thirds of people are doing early bird, well, you're in the back. It doesn't really matter. Exactly. For exactly. me, I've had, I don't know. I think it depends. Like it depends on if you're flying on like a really busy Southwest route, mm-hmm. you're probably not. You might as well just recognize you're going to say wherever. I mean, I like flying Southwest if I'm, if I'm flying in the States, just because, like if it's like a relatively short flight, because mm-hmm. if I pay for early bird flying out of Hartford, I'm almost guaranteed to get an extra legroom seat, which is like, man, that is okay. worth the $15 every day of the week. For sure. Yeah. If you're over six, one, six, two, you should try to pop for that. Um, being a vet, I can usually get on with the families. Mm, so at least it's you get the in between. You might be able to get like at least one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not that bad, but, yeah. and then they, they do like the families all together. And, oh yeah, no, no, yeah. no. They do families with children under, was it five or something like that? Know. And then you probably got people who are like pretending their kids five. Like people are shameless. Absolutely. But. When I worked at a theme park as a kid, oh my God, like the go-karts, you had to be like, I don't know, seven or something like that. Yeah. It'd be like, like babies. The parents like, yeah, he's seven. I like, don't insult my intelligence. Come on, man. Or at, after a while, I just let them. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's on you. Yeah. And then they would, and they would go and they'd crash and everything. I'm not going to get them. Come on, parent. I, I never understood. People will pay very clearly. They're paying for early bird on Southwest. And then they go and they take like a terrible like seat. Like they'll sit down in like a middle seat up front. And I'm just like, what are you, <laughs> what's the goal here? Is it, you just really want to get off that quick? I mean, I guess, but like, I guess you're paying extra so you can sit in the middle seat. I don't know. I mean, some people, man, I don't yeah. get it. I, you, you, one I, thing about 2020, I've just learned like people, people do things. <laughs> and if you try to, if you try to figure out why, like it's, yeah. <laughs> you're going to leave yeah. frustrated. Yeah. All right, man. So what are we doing here today? What are we talking about? Aside from, man. you know, traveling and everything else. Riveting clock radio speakers content. Um, you got, I mean, you got a we show have a, coming up. I do. I do. So, um, May 28th. Okay. That's the date. We're just waiting on the flyer. The, the details thing was because I just want to wait on the flyer. Um, but May 28th at 8 PM. I'm working with a uh, a radio station uh, here called 929 okay. uh, 929 FM uh they were recently bought out by an investor during the pandemic and uh they are it's like an indie rock station but now they are branching out into other forms of music mm. hip hop being one of them uh one of my promoter friends in the city uh has been tasked with or hired I should say to uh to gather um the uh, Ohio-based talent and giving them a platform. So they have a whole thing where they are streaming the concerts live uh, on their YouTube page. So um, I know we've done live shows before. How many yeah. How many live shows have we done? Where I, was one, two? Well, you did the verses. Okay, I did the verses and I did the one, I did the, the even, even if, if I, I look, which one? Was yeah. that? That was the one you flew out for, right? Yeah. Okay. So we, okay, so we've done two of those, but um yeah this will be like an actual live show this was actually the venue that i performed at at the end of february right before quarantine Mm. um and i love the venue the acoustics are great the studio monitors are amazing um when you're used to like not performing with monitors and you're screaming over yourself and you have a 20 minute set and after the second song you're already exhausted because you feel like you're fighting the music Mm. 
only to realize that you're not, you don't have to scream over your stuff. You just need to hear your music better. Right, 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 right. Listen, man, it's it's a game changer. So I get an hour. Um, they said the sweet spot is like 45 to 50 minutes, but I'm just going to go ahead and do you the hour. Push. <laughs> I'm going to push. Okay. I'm going to do, cut me off. Like, whatever. Um, they're going to play my music on the station leading up to um, with an opportunity to get full um, just integration into like the rotation. Okay. Uh, on a permanent basis. Yeah, that's the trade-off. That's the trade-off. Um, and the the people there really, it's not like a thing where there's one guy at the station who's pushing for the hip hop and then everybody else at the station is like anti, like yeah, everybody's yeah. on board. Um, so yeah, May 28th, I will, I definitely will be bringing some friends. Uh, I have a set list. The one that I sent you doc has already changed about three or four times. Wonderful. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I started running this morning to get ready because I have yeah. not been working out the way that I need to. Got You got to get, and, you got to, got to get that stamina up, man. Yeah, an hour. I'm not playing. An hour set. You guys know if you've if you've never been to my show, I take my live shows very serious. Um, so I want this to be really, really, really good, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm pleased. It's a good thing. It's a good thing when you have too many songs. Like I feel I feel like Drake, Kanye, Jay Z. Like not to pat myself on the back, but I feel like I could do that thing where I'm like, nah, another one, another one. Okay, DJ. Yes, we'll Khaled. talk about Khaled. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about Khaled a little later. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Excellent, man. So I think we're going to, I'm trying to think of what, we may do some stuff leading to. I may just, I started writing, like I wrote writing verses and stuff. Okay. Um, so I may, I may put out some little freestyles or some little like little one-offs like leading up to, to, to promote it or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how we feeling. But I'm, I'm in, I'm in, a, I'm in a good space, man. Yeah. Newborn, newborn will do that to you. A newborn that sleeps through the night will do that for you. Well, that sounds wonderful, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You just we just got a sample we just got a sampler on the uh on the sample tron child edition thing I got, you know, the uh <laughs> the Marissa and I got for what? Oh, yo, she, <laughs> man, she, she and I meant to t- I meant to text you back. She um okay, so for those of you who don't know, Doc Doc and First Lady bought uh my daughter a um uh, a bouncer. So she has a bouncer and she has a swing. She hates to swing. Mm. She don't like swinging. Okay. She loves to stand up. Wonderful. Like loves it, loves it. So if I stand her up, she'll be crying. If I stand her up, she immediately just starts like, <laughs> like laughing. She thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. So my wife was like, yo, we need to get the, get the bouncer out. We put her in the bouncer yesterday. Oh, she, she killed it. She killed it. So perfect gift. Thank you so much. Oh, you know, my welcome, family man. and I really appreciate that. Appreciate it. So. So yeah, show is there. What else? We we're catching up on a lot of stuff. Like, what yeah. do you want to do? We got we got Khaled's album. We got rappers dying at an alarming rate. Mm. We've got versus stuff to talk about. We've got Drake stuff to talk about. We've got music to talk about. We've got things associated with music to talk about. Like, where do you want to go? I mean, we could start with Khaled's album if you wanted. Let's knock it out because that's not going to take too. <laughs> so you know, so, he. Your man. No, well, I mean, he shares an affinity for 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 samples that you and I can appreciate. But I actually I like meta that. questions about I don't understand how the economics of a DJ Khaled album work, right? Because let's talk about it. In two that was two thousand seven. Was that two thousand six? That was like his first album, right? 
some was that was we taking over the first Khaled single? I think so. Okay. Let's find hold on real quick. There were some other ones. Remember remember Holla at me, baby? <laughs> uh Listen out here grinding. Listen, the album. Yeah, Tala at Me, Born yeah. and Raised, Grammy Family. Right? That's the first one. Grammy Family. I didn't know that Kanye wasn't cleared for that video. I just saw that recently. I don't know how true that is. And then and then We the Best, which is the second one. That's We Taken Over and I'm So Hood. So that's when he really, you know, he's really gone. So mm-hmm. the original idea, right, where this is during the the dark days for the, mu- for the for the music industry where it's like, well, streaming doesn't exist yet, but mm-hmm. sales are down. But still, like at that point, you can understand the concept of, okay, just like DJ Clue had tapes and Flex had tapes, like we're putting this out because we think it's going to sell and we think we can make money off that. Great. Right, right. That is not exactly how most people make money on music in, in 2021. And... What, it's like one of those things where it's like, unless the aggregate amount of royalties that he gets for having a production credit on every single song, like unless mm-hmm. that in streams adds up to like somehow make it work. But like you, you look at the guests, but also you look at the sample clearances and mm-hmm. or in some cases they're doing interpolations to try to get around that. But that also costs money like this is not a cheap project. That's right. So it's like, well, nowadays, if you have an expensive project, well, okay, well, they're hoping, sure, you're going to sell, but they're also planning Mm. on the tour. That's right. Right? That's a a way to get your money back. DJ Khaled, I mean, if he tours, it's like a DJ kind of thing. It's it's very different. He he toured. He opened up for uh, Jay and Beyonce when I went to On the Run 2. Right. And it's literally, it's him saying his ad libs Uh over the songs. That's it. Yeah, well, that's that's right, and he's probably you know he's moving. He's a hype. He's he's being a hype man. He's a hype man. It's yeah. a hype man. Yeah, it's it's Fat Man Scoop, Crooklyn Clan, <laughs> Crooklyn Clan. <laughs> but and it's like okay, so I, I just don't understand like how the math works on that. You would almost ex- like if because if you told me, well, actually he's got so many industry relationships, he doesn't pay for as many of these placements as you think he does, then you would expect that he'd have a very strict like no samples policy. Right. Where it would be like, we're not trying to spend money on that, but that's not the case at all. In fact, this album triples down on not just samples, but like obvious, like famous samples that mm-hmm. hip hop fans our age know immediately. But I almost wonder if to that point, I wonder if those samples are easier to clear and they're not as expensive because they've been used extensively. I, I will say the credits look a little weird to me. I have to say, I went and looked at the credits as as okay. I'm as I'm known to do. Yes. So like, let's start like so like this is my year, which is the A Boogie with the hoodie, Big Sean, Rick Ross, Diddy. It's a trap flip of Long Kiss Goodnight. It's which, not good. Which itself is built on an Al Green sample, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not that they just went back and resampled the Al Green record because they're very clearly replaying those '97 RZA keyboard horns. Right, they're ve- it's like they're very clearly reinterpolating "Long Kiss Goodnight." Mm-hmm. It's super obvious. RZA is not an, is not. There's no credit for RZA hmm. anywhere, which that doesn't make any sense to me. How is he not? I mean, I may, maybe they have to update the credits. Maybe title is inaccurate or whatever. But I was looking at this. I was like, 
this doesn't really feel yeah well maybe um i don't know if you follow ninth wonder on twitter mm. but he was getting into it with some some people who were talking about credits yeah. um particularly with this album mm. because he's not listed as a credit as credited on the uh the last song on the where you come from yeah 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 so uh there were people who were basically arguing like well you know you should be fighting for that credit to exist um on the DSPs sure nice point was all of my paperwork is on point mm. so i'm getting my royalties i got credit you know on the actual album it just doesn't show up on spotify and title so, so to me, that's more important. It's it's a matter of picking your battles because if I go and nitpick about this DSP credit, I may not get future opportunities because people might say, well, he might be doing too much for these credits. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, then that is frustrating as a hip hop fan because it means that sure. like in the CD era, credits would get screwed up, but okay, that's because it's a physical thing you're printing, mm-hmm. whatever. But um for the credits to be screwed up in this era doesn't really make any sense to me, but I, as long as this paperwork is straight. Yeah. I, I understood Knife's point and I, and I, I agree with it. I wonder if, because, you know, due to things like the life of Pablo, we know yeah. that DSPs can easily be edited in another two or three weeks. We could see a full list of credits. Mm. So maybe that's think, the case. Because I'm thinking they added that Cardi B record at the, the 11th hour. Yeah. So if that's the case, then, you know, it was just a rush to get it out. And they're like, yeah, we'll just worry about the full credits later. Yeah, that's a mistake. I mean, like, first of all, that that song is absolutely no good. And um, the Cardi record. Yeah. Let me say this. Oh, okay. Go ahead and make your point. And then no, I'll, I was going to say, like, they, they fell victim. If, if it really if it, assuming it truly did come in at the last minute, then they fell victim to something that I think you, you're you, you're going to understand and be familiar with this, which is the you hear the new thing, the last new thing and you get excited and you haven't had a chance to sit with it and actually know, first of all, should it go on the album? But secondly, where should it go on the mm-hmm. album? You know what I mean? To put that yeah. record at track three. It's, but it's, it's Cardi. So yeah. people are, people are sequencing music for streams. Oh, of course. Yeah. So Cardi is a high streamer. She's going to be the third track on the album. It makes sense. I'll say this though. Yeah. Cardi's catching a lot of flack because she's offbeat. It is not Cardi's fault that she's offbeat. That's on the engineer. Mm. That's what that is. It's clear as day because we know Cardi's not a rapper who raps offbeat. When I hear that as someone who has been nudged to the right more times than he can count by other engineers whenever I give verses to other people, yeah. and it's, it's frustrating because the way that I rap is not necessarily on top of the beat. Um, somebody just had to nudge a left. She just shouldn't. She just should have been nudged left. And why are we doing the uh, the stutter vocals in 2021? <laughs> bit, 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 big paint. Like, yo, that's, that era is over. But sure. But that's not Cardi's fault. That's the, in, that's the engineer who turned that record in or who mixed it. Like, somebody else should have caught that. That's not on Cardi. Mm. Cardi's not sitting there waiting on a DJ Khaled record to get mixed. Like, <laughs> she's not approving that mix. She's recording and going to the next thing. Right. But whatever, whatever. So there's a lot of hype over the Nas J Fontroy with some ad lib slash whatever from Beyonce in the background. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. The the hive. The hive. Yeah. How do you feel about sorry, not sorry? I like it. 
I like it. It's, um, you know, in 2021, as a man in his mid-30s, I don't have expectations for much anymore, especially when it comes to my music. So there's this thing where you're just kind of pleasantly surprised. Um, and my clock radio speaker's brain, when I saw the track list, was like, how did this happen? You know, you get a Jay-Z. A why, why does, we're talking about relationships. How does Jay, how does Khaled get so many Jay records? Like, I don't, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's not weird because, but it's weird. I don't know. Is Khaled signed to Rock Nation or something? I was thinking about this, like, He's almost like, like we used to have soundtracks. We used to have like DJs would put out things like there used to be official outlets for music that didn't take the form of like your own album. Right. And even though there's nothing stopping Nas and Jay and whoever else from just putting one song out, if they ever Mm -hmm. wanted to on a Mm -hmm. streaming service, I just think they're old and that doesn't really, they don't think about stuff. Like they need a reason and events. They need a like, they got to be invited to the party, basically. Especially you know? Jay. Right, right. Yeah. So like these Khaled albums, when he when Jay is like just got maybe it's a leftover, maybe he just wants to do a little some something like no problem. It's yeah. just an easy outlet for that. Yeah, I think that's. Yep. I mean that I could be totally wrong, but like because there's a lot. I mean, j- there's a lot of Jay records that ca- I get the keys, shining. Yeah. Like this is the third or fourth Jay record that Khaled has gotten. I mean, he's gotten a lot of Drake records over the years. Yeah, yeah. I'm on one is a cal- but I would say this though, I'm on one is the last big Khaled record, right? No, or the the people say the Justin Bieber and yeah, that Chance record and, was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. So we'll say I'm on one is one, but like I think there's an overall thing about Khaled albums where it's like they weren't this big deal when they first came out. They were like they were big deals because they were like big compilation albums. Yeah, I don't know if it still has that level of you know anticipation. I think people are curious, yeah. but people aren't like yo. Whereas this Jay and Nas record, oh, and they shot a video too. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. With that said, back to your original question. Um, I do like the record. Um, I think it's dope. Um, I don't. The more I listen to it, the less I, or the more I appreciate Nas's verse. I, I should say. When I first heard it, it's too slow. Yeah. I thought my first thought was he overthought this. And then the video comes out where Nas and Khaled are in the studio. They play, he plays the J verse. They FaceTime J and Nas basically says, man, I got to rewrite my verse. Then I'm like, oh, that's right. When you're rewriting your verse yeah. because the other person on the record, you were impressed by their verse, you're going to overthink. Um, and then Jay's verse, Jay's verse is good. It's, one thing I appreciate about Jay's verse is that it's short. It in the last few years, we've we've been getting like these 48 bar, like streams of consciousness that Jay's been giving us. And it's like, those are great, but like, I don't need it all the time. Just give me something short, three minutes. I'm cool. It's not too much. It's not the greatest Jay verse I've ever heard. It's not the greatest Nas verse I've ever heard. It's not yeah. the greatest beat I've ever heard, but it all just kind of works together. Um, it's dope. It's dope. I enjoy it. How about I, you? I enjoy anytime Nas decides to talk about technology. <laughs> <laughs> Cryptocurrency Scarface is <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. Your 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 correlation to Google Earth Nas is exactly what it is. It's the <laughs> um, That's like that's like when um when uh Memphis Bleak was bragging about girls emailing them 
on a Dynasty album. How, how do you feel? Because this this song samples "Song Cry," right? It's the same. Uh, sounds like a love song sample, right? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely yeah, it's song weep. Yeah, song weep. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. It's too slow for me. It's too slow. It's. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with what, you. It's a little me, dramatic. Like, yeah, older rappers sometimes you got to give them a little, give them a little, a little energy in the beat, and they'll show up. Mm-hmm. You ask them to slow it down, and you know, I feel like the slower that, like for Nas and Jay, like rappers like that, like the slower the beat, the more they almost like decide to like wax poetically about their career. It becomes like a here are my accomplishments kind of a rap song instead of like let me c- come at you kind of a rap. It's just a different energy, you know. It's hard to but, write like a really like cutting or like aggressive or even just like energetic flow to this kind of a beat if you're if you're from the 90s. Like you're just not thinking that way. You know what I mean? For sure. Because when you would get in that bag, it'd be a primo beat. Mm. You know, it'd be something aggressive. It'd be a Timbaland beat. Um, but I don't know. Do I want I take that back. Never mind. I was going to say, do I want an aggressive Jay and Nas in 2021? I, and I would argue to that point, um, Jay's verse on the Nipsey record is aggressive. I think that's the most aggressive Jay you're going to get at this stage in his career. Um, he's not going to get off the porch and, you know, he'll sh- he's going to shake his fist at you. He's not going to come down and, like, fight you if you egg his house. It's not going to do it. I, bet, I wonder if Hip Boy could get it out of him. He seems to be the guy. I, and, look, I don't think his production is flawed. I mean, I, I kind of think that sometimes his, you know, his beats get a little, like, yeah, they're okay, but very clearly has a rapport with 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 rappers of all generations, and he's trusted. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Theoretically, yeah. Jay's gonna put out music at some point, maybe for sure, maybe for sure. But it has to be there has to be a reason behind it. Yeah, right. You're coming off of 444, which had such a just lots of reasons, right? Yeah. You 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 use Jay Electronica as a reason to rap last year. Man, his um, rapping on that is so, oh my god, so good, still so good, S- so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. And at this point, at this point, we're no longer in a pandemic. Well, we're post quarantine pandemic, I should say. Mm. Where, however, this, however, in this time in in the world gets defined, but we're not all cooped up in the house anymore. That might be reason enough. <laughs> like we're just gonna celebrate and put out some music. So, out of the sort of famous samples on here did any of them work for you no no it i like i like her and migos we going crazy that i like that shorty low sample flip that works for me 100 oh i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah i'm i'm mm, i just didn't i didn't like the record i think that's the problem it's not that the beat is bad i just didn't like the record um uh actually the knife wonder the knife record at the end I'll say this about these yeah. Khaled albums. The reggae artists that he gets are the only people who seem to really care about DJ Khaled albums. Because mm. I can feel them like, I hear this record and I'm like, yo, y'all are really trying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like these aren't, throw, these aren't throwaways. These aren't studio leftovers. Y'all are like, yo, we about to get on this Khaled album. We're going to kill it. <laughs> um, I appreciated that. Um, I know you want to go a certain place with that question that you asked. And I just want you to go there. I really wasn't prepared for Justin Timberlake to sing over a, a, an interpolated version of All I Got Is You. It wasn't really, I, I have a lot of questions about that. My first question is whose idea was it? And the second question- Oh, that was, was 1 million percent DJ Khaled's idea. 